Hi everyone, welcome to the Pursuit of Excellence podcast. My name is Bernard, delivering you bite-sized lessons for your personal and professional growth. The global pandemic has affected not only humans' physical health, but also on our mental health and well-being. Research has shown that social isolation is associated with poor mental health. With new social distancing and lockdown measures in place, we have had to cope with changes and embrace new ways of doing things, such as working from home and home-based learning. These changes can cause significant stresses to individuals and affect cohesion within the family. On top of that, the associated economic downturn and unemployment have resulted in financial hardships and added tremendous stress, especially to lower-income families. In this episode, I'm pleased to be joined by Mr. Shin Si, a senior psychologist from the Guards Formation. He is a registered psychologist with the Singapore Psychological Society and has been in practice for over 10 years. We will be discussing ways which we can adopt to cope with the increase in stresses and pressures from the pandemic. Hi, Shin. Thanks for agreeing to be my guest on this episode. Yeah, it's my honor. Thank you for inviting me. Shin, what have you noticed about the impact of the pandemic on an individual's mental health and well-being? Generally, I notice a significant increase in anxiety and worry in people, most, mostly related to financial challenges, a lot of uncertainties and health worries. I notice uh, phone calls to mental health and welfare organization hotline went up globally, including Singapore. This is uh, a good indicator that a sizable population in the community, they have been adversely impacted. Are there any groups in particular that are more vulnerable to mental health issues? Actually, I noticed quite a few. The first group of people that came readily to my mind are those people who are financially marginalized, especially people who are working in the service industry or tourism industry. Their income suddenly dropped or even evaporated overnight. Those, those, those of them who with deeper pockets, they can turn to their reserve to cope. But for people with lesser means, right, the financial challenges can be overwhelming. Like COVID-19 just hit us very quickly and it evolved rapidly. For the past week, we see new restriction measures being imposed every other week. There's always new announcement, new restriction, and we are always scrambling to, to deal with that. And, and this rapid development creates a lot of uncertainties and it triggers a lot of anxiety uh, in, in a lot of people. I think, I feel that most of us, we dread the restriction, but we understand why they are necessary and we are relatively resilient enough to weather them. But for a group of people who they require a lot of certainties or they are rigid about their usual routine, these changes can be very, very overwhelming for them. Um, for example, people planning for a wedding or uh, planning to visit their relatives overseas to people who have a daily routine and they are very, uh, very involved in their daily routine, such as uh, traveling to work and going to the gym after work or uh, hang out with their uh, friends to, 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 uh, to, hang out, to, to uh, have a coffee or have a drink. Suddenly, all this plan and routine, they have to be modified or even cancelled. For, for people who, who likes a lot of 
who would like predictability, who would like to be in control, who who would like to plan ahead, they experience a lot of a lot more frustration and agitation than the average people. The the next group I want to talk about, they are people from uh, dysfunctional family. Not all homes are safe havens. For some family, they can be very dysfunctional, and home is a very toxic place. All this time, they deal with it by staying away from house. They hang. Uh, they they stay away from home. They only come home to sleep and shower, and and where they wash their clothes. It's almost like a hostel to them. And this this has been the the way things are. Suddenly, overnight, this option not is not available, and they're forced to stay at home, and interact with one another. So, being in such close proximity, tension can arise from small things like fighting for bathroom or TV. You can see uh, spouses or siblings snapping at each other for the smallest things. I also noticed that uh, this is very much verified. You see uh, uh, globally, including Singapore, the domestic violence has been escalating. There are more people calling in hotline to, to report domestic violence or, or tension. So this, this is something global and Singapore is not being spared of this, this trend. I also want to talk about the fourth group. Fourth group are people who are very socially engaged and enjoy hanging out with other people. Suddenly, being in this lockdown mode, they are, they are cut off from these people they hang out with. They are cut off from their favorite friends and their social group. And this for these people, this situation can create a lot of uh, a strong, intense feeling of isolation and loneliness. It almost feel like they are, they are in jail, they are being in prison. I think, I think a lot of us feel this way. But we vary in, in the degree of how uh, the degree of impact varied among us. For these people who are extroverted in nature, the, this impact can be really, really intense for them. The last group I want to talk about are uh, people with existing mental illness or borderline range, especially people with anxiety disorder and depression. These people who are these people are generally people who are more prone to worry excessively or they are more obsessed with their health. The pandemic situation can really worsen the situation, and those at borderline severity, this situation can may just tip them over to a full-blown mental illness. So these are the few groups I, I am very concerned about. Thanks, Shin. You mentioned four different groups of people who are more vulnerable during this pandemic. One of the group which I'm pretty concerned with are the young adults who are struggling or trying to cope with the social isolation measures uh, and some of them come from families who have been hit hard financially by the crisis. What advice would you give to such people? Yeah, financial aid, uh, there's a lot of provision for financial assistance. I, I think that's important for, uh, for us to reach out for this financial issues. For example, in, uh, in NS, there's a lot of financial aid available. We can talk to our commanders to assess all these financial aids. There are also uh, many packages available for, for uh, available in the community. The government uh, uh, announced three budgets. Inevitably, there will be some people who fell off the crack. There's uh, no one size to fit all. But first, let's explore the mainstream. For example, recently, there's a, a release of financial aid to uh, every adult and also stringer household. They also voucher to help a family with the utilities. Uh, these are the, this from the basic. I, I feel that at least good majority people, they feel supported in some way. For those that they still struggle a lot, 
I think the one of the best thing is for NSF to engage the commanders. For other people, we can reach out to the, the, the MP. Although the MP cannot meet them face to face, there's a lot. There are a lot of them have a virtual meet the people session, and these are the uh, people they can tap into. Uh, there are many helping hands available in the community. We just have to reach out and, and, and really sound out to help them. In fact, there's there's a website available for people to to email in and and or, or for hotline to call in to uh, update on their finance situation and 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 this this website a lot of assistance available to to advise them whether whether uh, how and where are places to seek help i see that's really useful shin what advice would you give to youths or young adults who are so used to having a social life and engaging in social activities outside hanging out with their friends and all of a sudden they are subject to social isolation, they're required to stay at home, or some of them are required to stay in camp for a prolonged period of time. Uh, yeah, this, it's painful for uh, all of us, in especially young people. Um, it, it, I, I noticed there are actually two distinct groups. For one group of, uh, uh, over time I noticed there's uh, one group of young people, they're actually very homely. They, they prefer to stay at home even during uh, their free time. Uh, they spend a lot of time in internet and TV show and computer games. Uh, I would say this may not be the ideal way for young people to spend their free time, but ironically, this is this one group are uh, people who are least affected by the current crisis. And then the other, the other group, the other group people who are very sociable, they hang out a lot with their friends. Now, this group tend to be uh, most impacted. Uh, this, their usual activities suddenly evaporated. They, 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 can't do, they can't do the things they usually do. And over time, this they can feel they, if you can feel that they experience a lot of frustration and tension there's no easy way around this the closest substitution is to leverage on it uh, chatting chatting with their friends over google hangout zoom facetime or doing things together like uh, virtual karaoke and and uh, chances are they are already doing this it's uh, it's also important i think it's important for them to know uh, the more they stay home the safer they are and the faster this crisis will be resolved and then so that they can get back to their normal life. Now, these young people have a lot of energy and uh, it's important to uh, encourage them to be channels this energy very positively rather than they just uh, cook up inside. So we, we, can, we want to encourage them to, for example, occupy themselves meaningfully like exercising, like running around their neighborhood or join an IGTV hit class or even pick up a new hobby. Could be a foreign language, could be playing a musical instrument. So this keep them occupied in a very meaningful way. Now, um, by nature, a lot of people, when stuck at home, they would rather bum and do nothing. And, but that doesn't make them feel better. In fact, they feel that they're wasting their time and over time, they become frustrated or even resentful. So uh, we want to encourage them to push themselves a, just a little bit to just get started. Once they have the initiative to do something that they like and explore this new interest, they find that the, the rewards are enormous. Wow, Shin, I really got to try the virtual karaoke one day myself too. Another group of people who I think are really affected by this crisis are parents who have to work from home and take on the added role of being an educator to their children and having to take care of them in the day. Uh, do you have any advice for parents who are trying hard to cope with uh, work, their health and family, all within the confines of their home? Yeah, parents, parents have it really tough. They have their day job and a lot of them, in fact, uh, 80% of them have to stay home now. They stay home, they have to reorientate their workspace. At the same time, their children also at home, they have to play uh, supervisor to their kids and make sure they are doing their work. It's really tough. So this, this um, what would be useful is at the moment, parents need to take stock of the situation. 
that they have to remind yourself, while this is usually ha- appear to be prolonging, it won't last forever. What will be helpful for them now is to come to terms and accept the current situation instead of the, rather than wishing they never happen or they will go away immediately. So the keyword is acceptance here. Acceptance, including accepting their negative emotion, the frustration, the, multi, the need to multitask and things didn't go their way. To recognize that uh, things are not in perfect condition. So it's actually okay to feel frustrated or worrisome. This negative emotion, is, there's, there's no need to deny them. It's all right to feel this way. So coming to accept the situation, the norm, the negative emotion so is a big part. Now, for parents having to work at home and juggle to supervise their home learning children, is first of, first thing I would advise them to is to create a new structure, including what time to wake up, what time to uh, uh, eat the breakfast together, what, what schedule time for work or studies, and at what time for family or personal entertainment. Now, the structure is important because it gives us a sense of control. With the structure, we know what we need to do and we know what to expect rather than being a very free-flowing way and, and drawing, drawing away and not, not knowing what to do. So having this structure, uh, uh, to, to create this structure, I really encourage to have a family conference. People and family come together, have a say in the scheduling. In this way, everyone, everybody have feel a sense of ownership that they, at least they feel they're being consulted. Of course, um, how old the, the children are is a, is a main factor of involvement. Younger children need more guidance uh, Parents need to step in and tell them what, what are the things to uh, what, where the where the lines drawn or what things need to be done. While older children, they, they need to be given more autonomy, a more say, and they feel more involved. So this this structure is really important. Next thing I will talk about is uh, uh well we we are where we are now, and and uh, while this is uh, this situation is not an ideal one, it also can be opportunity for growth for for family to foster a deeper bond together. Now people see. Everybody have uh, have their own things to do, living their own uh, separate life. But now all these external distractions are suspended. Now we are forced to come together, and, and parents can take the lead in creating activities, a uh, new way to uh, to enjoy family time together. Such as uh, we can, uh, family can do a jigsaw puzzle together, a five thousand piece jigsaw puzzle together, or do a interesting or even funny or or, or, or weird TikTok dance video, or participate in a Zoom class workout. Or imagine going for a family holiday together by watching a, a travel TV program or do a, a, a do a virtual tour of popular to a popular tourist destination, so it's like, almost like a free tour. For example, maybe the family is planning to visit um, Xi'an in China maybe next year. So we do a, a pre tour now by looking at the TV program, and you cherry pick. Okay, this is something I want to do. I want to go there. The other one about going to the second scene, maybe not. We'll skip that one. So this way is like. It becomes very engaging family entertainment and, and, and a very meaningful way to spend time together. Well, Shin, those are really good tips and suggestions for parents like myself. And I like what you mentioned about seeing the opportunity in times of crisis that we have more time together as a family, we are able to uh, spend more time to bond together. And I think these are opportunities that don't come uh, too often. Shin, I really appreciate you taking time off to share with listeners uh, tips and suggestions on how to cope and manage mental health and mental well-being in times of crisis like this. Stay healthy and best wishes. Thank you so much. You too. I hope that you have benefited from this podcast. If you have any feedback for improvement or suggestions for content, feel free to email me at bernardtay85 
at gmail.com. Till next time, this is Bernard.